All right, and we're starting. Ooh. All right, um, yo, welcome to Babe Talk. <laughs> Can I get like a woo or like a hell yeah? Hey, or who, like a... We're still trying to Whoa. figure out who exactly you are. <laughs> we haven't seen you around these parts lately. <laughs> I actually don't know who any of you are. Now I'm just gonna act like I do. So we have this white kid. Well, I can't say that because like all of you, all all, all of us are basically. Amazing. <laughs> Well, anyway, all right. So, hey, it's me, it's Ali. I've been gone for a while, but like Slim Shady, I came back. Um, maybe not for the better though. The first time he came back, it was pretty okay. The second time he came back, it hasn't really been working out for him. So we'll call this the first come comeback, so we can actually continue to have fun and everything. We have Alex North with us this week. Hey. We have Dan. Hey. First time we got James. Hey, what's up? James also does some of the writings and some of the interviews that you guys have been reading on BabeTalk.tv. And if you haven't, you guys should go over there. That's our little plug. Because it's my goddamn show. We're allowed to do it. He has an interview up right now that <laughs> <With just> came <laughs> out today. It came out today for Aspire. Yes, go look at that. And, of Aspire. course, our guest for tonight, the Babe of Honor, we got Kayla of Concert Junkies and her own photography set. Hi. <laughs> It's starting, it's, it's all, we're starting off with the bed. Oh my god. This is being all laggy again. We almost had it. We uh, almost had it. Oh man. But can you at least hear us? Can you at least hear us? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Okay, I sound said, hey, works. Did that, did that work? That, that, that can yeah. work. I mean, I as long okay. as you can hear us and yeah. we can hear you, mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Whoa. All right, so um, we start off every show by asking the panel, how was your day? And we're going to go with first-timer James. We'll ask how, um, James, how was your day. Today was pretty cool. Um, it was mainly just like a lot of classes, and I also interviewed a really cool local band called Bray. Um, that should be going up in a few weeks. And they're just really cool and really nice, and I'm just kind of chilling right now. Yeah, what kind of classes do you take? Um, today I had, what did I have? I had my U.S. history class where I have a professor that sounds like Ned Flanders. Um, I had my intro to composition class, and then I had the interview, and I also the, take the, a, the interview is a class. No, no, that was just like something else. It took like a half hour, so I counted it as a class. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you're I also, learning, so hey. Yeah, I also take an intro to physics class, um, an economics class, mm -hmm. and a business and law class. Damn, so you just all about the business today. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, how was your day today, man? Uh, well, my day was pretty, pretty low-key. I mean, uh, I went to a middle school basketball game today because my brother wanted to hang out with his friends at his school, so I got to see a bunch of middle schoolers beat a bunch of, like, littler middle schoolers by, like, 30 points, which was very boring. Yes. Uh, yeah. so, That's fantastic. So, uh, and other than that, I mean, the other thing that kind of notable happened to me was uh, the other day on Twitter, which I'm just going to plug my Twitter and say, at Alex Babe Talk is my Twitter. Y'all should, fo should follow me. Uh, 
There is a girl who I went to third grade with who now has her own Nickelodeon show. She's like she's actually the star of the show and like like she has her own Nickelodeon show, this girl I went to third grade with. And I tweeted at her and I'm like, yo, I remember you from elementary school and like she retweeted me and favorited my tweet. She's like, yo, that's so rad. And I'm just like, hey, remember the school play we were in? And it was like we shared the stage, like we were both like carnival barkers and it was the greatest thing because one no. of us ended up uh one of us ended up going <laughs> on to uh have a Nickelodeon show and the other one just kinda like sits at home eating animal crackers and uh, <laughs> is, here, uh, is here on Babe Talk with y'all, so I'm ninety <laughs> Wait what? Jay-Z, I'm like ninety nine percent sure if my sister watches that show too. Yeah, what show it's, is it? It's yeah, the, uh, what show? The Thundermans it's called. It's uh, a show that's kind of put, that that's sort of is, like, not as popular as, like, your iCarly's and whatever else yeah. the kids are watching nowadays, but it's, like... Who the hell are you lying to? Alex, you keep that lineup, like, stacked in your DVR. <laughs> <laughs> and we all to, know to, it. To, to be honest, I never, like, watched the show that much. It was just kind of like a show where I was, like, I saw, like, the preview for it, and I'm like, uh, this is kind of stupid. It's a show about superheroes on Nickelodeon. But but then I saw my brother watching it one day because uh, he was watching iCarly and the show came on after iCarly and I saw the opening credits and I saw the girl's name and I'm like, wait a second, this can't, this can't be possible. <laughs> this girl couldn't get her own Nickelodeon show and she did. So good for her. I had a little yeah, uh, I had cool. my little Twitter interaction with her. Her uh, her fans favorited my tweets and stuff like that so hopefully <laughs> you uh, got nickelodeon popular for like 0.5 i got seconds. nickelodeon popular for like two seconds yeah, i actually so. went i went to school with a girl that um <laughs> was show was on law and order svu for an episode tiffany evans that was fun and like she had yeah but mine actually stuff. has a show like really? the show is about her <laughs> Hey, you is really awesome, though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, her father did pull a gun out and, like, put it to her head and was just like, I'm going to do it. And Stabler was like, no, don't. He was like, okay. I mean, it, it was... That, I mean, that's pretty much how, like, all Law & Order shows, like, end up anyway. It's just like, they're going to be like, I'm going to do it. And it's like, no, don't. It's just like, okay. Or they do it, and then, you know, knowing Dick Wolf, who doesn't ever love happy endings, <laughs> just kind of, like, lets it stand set off into the... <laughs> It's like the child rapist went away, and like he smiles as he's going off to jail. It's like, oh, Elliot, I raped a kid, and Elliot's just like, hmm. And then that's the end of the episode. It's like, okay, Dick yeah. Wolf, we just we're never gonna have re resolution. I've learned that with Dick Wolf shows, we're never gonna have any resolution. Dan, how was your day today? Uh, my day was pretty rad. Um, aside from it being like negative two degrees, not really. Um, it it was cool. I didn't. It was like my day off, so all I did was just like clean my room and play video games and watch South Park. So it was in a good day. No, out of order. Like I just did like various activities throughout the day. What video games are you playing? Uh, I, I'm I got back into playing Skyrim recently, and that just takes up a good amount of my time. I'll probably want to play after this. Um, and I've also been, like, playing Smash through a 3DS and, uh, the, uh, Ruby remake. So, 
I mean, I'm sorry that That's what's happening. is pulling away from your Skyrim time right now. No, it's okay. So, I am happy to be doing this. I'm glad. Remind me to also get your friend code so that we can play Smash later because I have that for the Wii U and I need to get back into it. I have Smash right, for the I Wii U will. too. I also have yo, Smash have, for the Wii U. Have, we're gonna, we're, yo, we're all going to play I Smash right after the talk. I literally <laughs> I don't have a Wii Smash. U and Let's I'm really it. sad now. Oh, Jamie, I don't have what are you Wii U. doing? I don't have the money. I, I, neither did I, but I literally just got one for Christmas. I also don't have yeah, a TV same. in my dorm room, so yeah. You like go to like the common area. You put out like like a what is it? A yik yak. You say like, yo, who has a <laughs> who has a, a Wii U that we can all smash with? True. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good can point. Can we smash on your Wii? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we break your Wii U? <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, generally, when you see Smash on, like, Yik Yak, it's, it's not in that context, but, like, all the nerds, <laughs> all the nerds will, like, sense it, and they'll be like, um, yes, we found one of our own. Yeah, no, no, I know that my school has a gaming club, and there's literally a gamer's den where you can just, like, go, and they have all the consoles and new games and stuff. There you go. So all you gotta do is bring yeah. it to it, because, like, seriously, like, at 1031, I will be setting up this, this Smash game. And all I will, the gamers I will at embarrass my school all kind of you, of, uh... the Fox. All the gamers at my school kind of scare me because they all like wear fedoras and same not about though. Oh my God. Same oh, though. Now see when yeah. I used to go, when I used to go to community, um, my like kind of like gamer friends kind of scared me because they would play magic, but they would play magic with like leather driving gloves, so it just made it like so much more intense. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, they were like into it. They would like play tournaments. Yeah, and shit. it was it was crazy. Oh yeah, I remember that. Time, the one time we actually bring up magic oh, Dan, you on know, yeah. Babe Talk, Eric isn't on the show. Because we know that, that that's Eric's Eric's game right there. Is, is Does he play magic? Oh, he talks about it all the time. I've never caught up on it. I've never caught it before. Huh, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to <laughs> talk to him about magic. Yeah, he's a big connoisseur of uh, the magics. I know, I know that. Uh, yeah. Continue. No, you go first. I was just, I was just gonna say we're gonna have to find a guest that like really likes magic. I know Ian from Modern Baseball like dabbles in magic, so we're gonna have to just have like a two-on-two -two <laughs> PVP with magic on Babe Talk. <laughs> no interview. We're just gonna do tournament style magic. Over hey, a Google Hangout. Oh, Google yeah. Hangout. What? Hey, hi. Hey, guest. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. How was your day? Hi. Hey. Um, my day was, it was pretty good. Um, I woke up kind of really early because my best friend stayed over and she had to go to work today. So, <laughs> she's like at my house right now. She just like opened my bathroom door. She's like, I hear you talking about me. <laughs> I hear you talking shit, homie. <laughs> I heard what you say. I, I heard what you say over there, fam. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, so I had to wake up really early, but it was okay, and um, I went back to sleep after that, and then when I got back up again, I started editing photos, because last night I saw um, You Bleedies in Orlando, they had their, like, EP release show. Cool. Yeah, I love nice. it. That's cool. <laughs> it was cool. And um, um, so I edited all to finish that but um and then i went to and did productive things and set up a bank account and all that stuff and then i visited some family while i was in the area and came home and ate dinner and it was really good <coughs> my day nice so like you did a a banking account just what just send up, up, up banking 
Yeah, because, like, I I didn't really have a bank account set up. Oh, my God. I see you, like, talking, but, like, no words are coming out. My computer is being weird. Um, I'm talking to you to, to telekinetically right, right now. It's okay. <laughs> I do that. But, yeah, because I didn't have, like, a bank account set up. So me and my mom went to go get that set up and stuff. Well, it's fun. Hey, welcome to adulthood. It's fun here. We got jackets, <laughs> but you got to pay for them. Yeah. All right, so um, we're going to... Yeah? Uh, that, that sounds good. I hate adult, adult things. Like, today I had to call security on, like, shoplifters, and, like, that was, like, the most adult thing that I've done in, like, quite a while. Because I've been paying, like, bills and shit, but today I had to, like, call policemen and shit. It was very odd. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, for whatever reason, we ha I, I work over at Hot Topic, for those that don't, don't know, um, and we will have certain shady individuals try and pull shady acts and just try and make off in my store with, like, way too much merchandise than is, you know, morally acceptable, and so today that had happened. But it wasn't, like, that that kind of, like, threw me off with the, the whole day thing. Um, some of you guys might have read the status or not, I don't know, but after I called security, um on this perpetrator that had left with stuff. Um, he came over to me, we, I exchanged information about the, the gentleman that had uh, stolen. We, to we started talking for a few minutes. I was wearing like a gorilla shirt because I love the gorilla still and it's somewhere on the floor, but I said I wear my title fight shirt because that's more pop punk than gorillas. Um, <laughs> And he was saying, oh, where'd the gorillas go? Like, what have they done? I'm like, well, you know, they put out a, a best of album and then kind of really haven't been heard of again. The guy that put up, um, that started doing the gorillas, went over to a new side project. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, you know who I also love? Lincoln Park. And I was like, because, of course, who doesn't like Lincoln Park? And he goes, yeah, I just saw them on the 23rd. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. No, you didn't. <laughs> because Lincoln Park... I forget his name, but but the basis of Linkin Park actually broke his ankle, and they canceled all of the shows. So the singer Chester the, Bennington. What was it, Chester? Yeah. I thought Chester it was Bennington. A, yeah, singer. Oh, see, I thought. Wait, then that's a little bit less of. Oh, see, then I feel a different kind of kind of way about this. But but either way, he's like, yeah, I sold a show, and I'm like, what? No, you didn't, since all the fucking shows are canceled. So I like played into it a little bit. I'm just like, yeah, you went and saw Lincoln. He's like, oh yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm like, yeah, what was the set list? He was like, oh, I mean, uh, it was. It was the classics, you know? It's Lincoln Park. <laughs> and I was like, oh, of course, the classics, because what else are they going to play? Oh, yeah. God. But was it the singer that, that had broke his ankle? Yeah. Yeah, it was the singer. He yeah. performed for a few more dates of the tour, like two of them, but, like, then he's just like, I can't do this. I mean, like, you're you're a singer for Lincoln Park. How much, like... You're not like posse jumping everywhere, because from, from what I heard, he was wearing he was wearing like that weird knee scooter thing that he could just scoot around. If anything, that sounds like it would just be way more fun. I know that like, but if you've ever like injured your foot, it fucking hurts to stand. Like I sprained my ankle last year, mm. and I was just like in constant pain, even if I wasn't moving. Like it can be unbearable. I can so I sympathize with him like a hundred percent. Wait, so Chester was just, like, riding around on stage in, like, those little, like, scooters that you see, like, really, like, morbidly obese people riding around on a... <laughs> no, on no, 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 Jesus, no, Alex, what? I would pay money to see that. <laughs> like, that's like, not like, when what you he was wearing. No, when you said a scooter, so that's... See that. When you said a scooter, that's kind of what popped into my head, like, the little, like... What what I had meant was there, there's a scooter that you can place your knee on. 
and like your leg will just like sit like a flamingo. You'll look like a flamingo for like yeah. while you're scooting around on this thing. So that's what it was wearing, or scooting around oh. on. Yes. So okay. Yeah. It wasn't standing. He was just like scooting around on his little injury scooter. So like he could just he could just like, like you know just skate around the stage. Like if anything, he has just like more pushing power and just like oh and just yeah. Skate around while his little synths. But anyway, so, um. Yeah? Who was that? That might have been me. My, like, headphones accidentally pulled out for a sec. And I oh. had to put them back in. Your pullout game is not strong. Um. <laughs> so, we're gonna go on. Right. Um. We have announcements today from Warp Tour. And I've missed a good bulk of them, but I have just been shitting my pants with every bit of information that has been coming out but alex north will has her worth report and not brian stars brian stars is stupid let's hear let's go to alex for her, <laughs> who is oh, I like her. brian stars no no fuck that All kid right. yeah I like but uh alex. the five new artists that uh were added is uh crispy jewel vera who was just signed to pure noise today also seaway the amity affliction and this wildlife now that's actually really cool because yeah. this is uh, Seaway's first year going to Warped Tour, I believe, right? I think they played the Toronto date at Warped Tour before, but but it's like like they're full like for yeah full, yeah so good for them yeah they're like our, our homies that kind of made it out the hood right I mean, right, right. now we like... have that and we also this past week had the announcements for uh, more skate and surf I believe right yep all right yeah, you want to yeah. get you want to get, get some highlights Mr North. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the big announcement that came out was that the Gaslight Anthem is going to be headlining alongside with the Dropkick Murphys, who were the first band that were announced back in, like, October. Yeah. Uh, and also we have <coughs> American Nightmare is going to be doing a reunion set. Poison the Well is going to be doing a reunion set. Acceptance is going to be doing a reunion set. We got Me Without You is going to be there. Uh, yes. Chunk, no Captain Chunk. Hey, dudes, are you ready to? They're they're gonna be ready oh, to. Stop it! Then... Why? 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 Come on! They're trying to put that behind them, and, and they've been like doing like, never... successfully. Yeah, yeah in Asbury Park, uh, Spray Nerd's gonna be there. Uh, you know, just just a bunch of really really good. Oh, Four Year Strong. Four Year Strong is gonna be there too. But they were already announced. They yeah. were. I thought Four Year Strong wasn't announced until. No, they were announced the first announcement. Wow, um, Alex, you're sleeping on your announcement okay. game. I have to now revoke it from you. Now I have to give it back to Brian Stars. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh. You just... Everyone's booing. Just like everyone at home just boo. Send me your Snapchats of, of, of you booing Alex Moore. In case I'm on a show. But so, yeah, so... Um, I've seen a lot more people actually stoked for um, Skate and Serve than they have been for, for Warped. Um... I know my, my, my Jersey fan, which is going to be everyone but Kayla, um, has kind of been, yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. But I also want to extend this to, to you because it seems as if um, local festivals that have like a, like a weekend run like in one set location seems to get more um, popularity than the, you know, God's gift to Earth, which is Warp Tour. Now yeah. you, I'm pretty sure in your area you had Fest. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so much fun. And I've seen, like, testimonies of people just losing their shit over Fest. And it looked like 
the most fun you can have at any weekend. Like, for some people, it went, like, fest and then South by Southwest and then, like, anything that they'll ever do for the rest of their life. Now, does that seem to, like, be, be the trend that local weekend bangers are more cooler than, than Warped Tour now? Or is Warped Tour still, like, the, woo, it's the, it's the Warped Tour and we get to escape and heat and best friends forever camp stuff? <laughs> How do you guys I feel, feel like Warped Tour is a completely different experience, though. Now, how is that the case? I don't... Because it's, it's just, like, the entire day, and it's so... Well, since I'm in... Freak hot, it's, it's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but... And since it's it's outdoors, I... I don't know, I just feel like it's different. I, I liked Fest, that it, um, it was in different venues, kind of all over Gainesville, and everything was mostly indoors, except for, um, I think there was like a bigger venue that it was like outside. Um, but Warp Tour for me was just like so much more hectic, especially since I was officially shooting it. So I was constantly like multi-day. Oh, that actually didn't know. So you, yeah. so you actually were officially shooting for, for Warp the year that you're gone? Yeah. Like, um, last year I shot Warped, and I shot Warped the year before, but it, it was like my first year shooting it, and it was a mess, but um, last year was like perfect. I shot 20 bands, like, right after the other. <laughs> Can you go into more of how it was a mess? Because, I mean, I'm sure it came out well, but... Well, the first year that I shot it, uh, <laughs> it was a mess because I didn't really know what I was doing, you know? It, it was new to me. And my schedule was, uh, it was crazy, and I didn't know how to handle it, and um, I got really lost, too. And at the time, I was, I was dating this guy who made my day, like, a living hell, so <laughs> that, that just made it a lot worse, but last year was perfect. <laughs> Well, that's good. That that's at least good to hear that it was at least yeah good by <laughs> the following year. Now, my Jersey fam, um, considering how skate and surf is still outdoors and not completely indoors, how do you feel about um, the difference between um, is is it more popular? Do you think that skate and surf is more popular on the East Coast, or do you think that or like or like one off days or like one off weekends are are more fun than worked or <coughs> Well, here, well, here's what I think. I think that the whole, like, one-off concert, like, festival-type deal has been kind of, like, a big thing for a while, going back to the days of, you know, like, Lollapalooza and Coachella, like, when all those were getting started. Uh, you know, it's always been a big deal, especially with, you know, EDM festivals and stuff. So hmm. I think that in the long run, Warp Tour is really, like, one of its kind and it's kind of i guess unfair to like hit it up against like all these festivals because you know it is something that is established and sort of transcends the scene because you know i know at least in jersey there's like two or three like big edm festivals that happen one that actually john d puts on i think in uh really? atlantic city i think yeah. Oh the um, oh this oh god the um oh fuck is that Electric Daisy Carnival? <laughs> no, it's not like no, I'm pretty sure Electric Daisy. Well, there's in, that in too. New York. It's um the well, Electric City Daisy Color. Carnival is in uh, East Rutherford now, but where Bamboozle used to be, but yeah, because it's uh, it's the, the 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 paint everybody of neon yeah. fest. 
Yeah. Oh, but I think uh, life that, in uh, color. Life in color. Life in color. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. I think that with uh, skate and surf, I think that this lineup She's this year is like. Skeet, skeet, skeet and surf. <laughs> skeet and surf. I'm sorry. <laughs> no need to be a child, Ollie, but with, with skate and surf for this year, I think that they're gaining a, a lot of fans back because. Uh, yeah. Like. Bamboozle 2012, they had in Asbury Park, and I liked it enough, even though a lot of people were very disorganized with it. But then, you know, the first Skate and Surf came, and that was really, like, a disaster, because yeah. it was, like, in the rain and everything, and they ended up going back to their roots sort of the next year. Mm-hmm. And the lineup wasn't as strong as it could have been, but, you know... Well, the, that there was, was still the one with something. Handguns and uh, Minnow, and that was the ones over at Six Flags, right? I want to say, right? Well, that was the first one that they had. The first one they came back yeah, yeah, yeah. with was at Six Flags. And they went back to Asbury Park for the second one where they had, like, Hidden in Plain View and Knuckle Puck and oh, stuff yeah, oh, and yeah. Midtown, uh, which I think, you know, got some people back. But I think this lineup, the this Skate and Surf announcement, is going to be the one that really yes. sort of, like, puts them back into, you know, the green a little bit more because they've yeah. been, like, hemorrhaging money for a while so you know and james you 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 seem to to agree with that i agree with that honestly like this is actually going to be my first skate and surf this year um the other two years they had great lineups but the first year it didn't work out because of school but the second year i heard horror stories about how disorganized it was the first year so i just decided to kind of pass on it Mm. i mean the first year i did have a lot of fun just sort of you know to put it out there, but you know, I'm, I wasn't a band, and it was raining, and yeah. it was, you know, like uh, Escape the Fate. I think had to perform without like vocals, without like microphones and stuff. But you know, there there there, there still was a lot of fun, okay. even though you know it was kind of a mess, and a lot of the bands kind of got screwed over with like merch stuff. Yeah, and, but, but with this year, I feel like it's just kind of a perfect storm of the bands that are coming back together, mm-hmm. and with the second year being a lot smoother than the first year. Like, Poison in the Well and mm. Acceptance are big deals. Yeah. Like, I'm literally going mainly for Acceptance myself, actually. Like, that kind of made me be like, okay, I will drop $130 for this entire thing. I will. I will right. drop this money. And Midtown was a big deal, too, last year. But I think that, like, last year there idea was like let's get like one or two heavy hitter like reunions out there and then you know just kind of have yeah. like you know your your knuckle puck and like you know bands yeah. that you know property was at covers a lot and stuff like that but this but year this they... year yeah, yeah this year they're going more with like you know <coughs> let's get a lot of different reunions <coughs> a lot of different stuff going and know, not to mention the other bands that they have are like huge the wonder years the story so far Attila, the front bottoms, those are all they got huge Dropkick bands. Murphys, which... Dropkick Murphys, too. And the Gaslight Anthem. Now, Dan, who, who are you looking forward to seeing? Um, if I have to... If I'm going to Skate Surf, I really, really want to see Me Without You. And Poison the Well. And just, like, those... Because, like, I've been listening to a lot of those bands lately, like the early 2000s, like, hardcore, and I feel like them, like, Skate Surf getting those bands were, is a really, really great idea on their end, because it just brings, like, 
I guess like it brings out like more of a de- like a bigger crowd and like it's just going to bring it's going to bring like pretty much old fans of and like huge like fans of, like those bands and for people who don't know who like all those bands are it's just going to like really expand their um fan bases. Yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna bring yeah. bring them new horizons. It's gonna bring people together. <laughs> and I'm not not to not not to mention me without you kicks ass live. That's me without true. you is actually really really good live. Yeah, I've never seen them before. So. It's gonna be like an interesting experience, especially because like you kind of have motionless and white and Attila on there, Ew. like. Like, I mean, I think that you'll have kids that probably be there to go see, like, Motionless and White, Attila, and Chunk, No Captain Chunk, and I think I it'll know. be... I I think it'll be interesting for them because they'll be exposed to, like, all these different types of, like, other music that they ordinarily wouldn't touch. Like any yeah. other festival, yeah. In a way... Yeah, because it's, because it's not like, oh, oh, there are all these scene bands, just kind of like, oh, you know, here's, like your top three favorite scene bands and you but you know you're gonna have to go and you know check out like sorority noise and like manchester orchestra and the wonder years to you know to get to you know that attila or motionless and white well i'm not gonna be happy until i set my friends on fire starts to come back around <laughs> oh like, my like god once they I, actually can we not what they're doing i whoa, miss whoa, i set whoa, my friends who's on fire shit? who's not coming back next i are here speak up again <laughs> Now, Kayla, is there any is there any other like festivals that are coming to your area that um you're kind of looking forward to? Oh my to? god! Wait, I have no idea what you just said because it just like cut out. Are Are there any festivals that are going to your area that that you're looking forward to? Um, definitely Southeast Beast in Jacksonville. Oh yeah! Oh, I was supposed to get yeah. that somehow. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that because a lot of really good bands are playing, and then also um. I might be shooting Gasparilla in playing and Mute Mouth is playing. Nice. I don't. Can you hear me? Okay. I, it's yeah. yeah. You cut out a little bit. But yeah. I heard you say Mute Math. Yeah, in Modest Mouse. Oh damn! Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Nice. So, Modest Mouse and uh, Magic. Eric's really missing out. <laughs> those, are like two, those are like his two big things modest mouse and magic uh, he, he's crying somewhere in the corner so yeah um <laughs> now people uh, bandits you won't see on the festival circuit anytime soon um blink 182 uh, well, I mean, they will be playing the festival. if they i see will, one more thing about the blink 180 feud i'm gonna scream well i mean like it's it's like one of the biggest things to, if I can it just is, like drop like, how like big of an actual thing like this actually was, um, when I got the news, I went directly over the property of Zach to see what was actually happening because I was a concerned for Zach's well-being and b knew that the news would be on there. It was in yeah. red tape. It was in red ticker tape, like on CNN. Tom DeLonge leaves Blink, and I was like, shit's actually really going down. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, there, there's just so much writing on on this like like we're talking one of the the literally like forefathers of modern pop punk just like unraveling at up the and scene. leaving like, uh, up and leave like everything just kind of coming apart and like not in just just like a normal kind of like, like you know we're talking like like a violent like volcano of just like literally mm. i'm eating dinner I'm, I'm just eating mac and cheese one day and all of a sudden just like 
Mark Hobbs is talking mad shit on Tom Delaney. It's just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, like, what? Yeah. It's like we're just eating lunch, like, in a cafeteria, and your homie punches your other homie in the face. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. So, like, yeah. Did, did, would, oh would, anyone like would anyone like to, like, just give a spec? Like, does it surprise anyone that, that there's just so much tension okay. and then just, like, an explosion? Oh, Dan, no. Get out of uh, Dan. All right, um, Damn. I didn't think Tom was that much of, like an indecisive person, because he kept saying, like, oh, I didn't quit the band, and then people saying he quit the band. There was so much back and forth, I was actually, like, legitimately confused. And I did not think Tom and Mark, no, Mark and Travis were that fed up with Tom's bullshit. Yeah, I didn't think that either. I like, knew it, that... It, it, it's like 2003 all over again when they broke up after their self-titled album came out. I knew that something was up with Blink-182 when... Blink one A two was like, oh, remember how we're going to record an album? Nah, Tom's doing Angels and Airwaves instead. <laughs> like I knew that yeah. something was up. <laughs> I knew that something was up with Blink, and that we probably weren't going to get anything from anytime soon. No, but I didn't think it was going to blow up the way it did just now. Yeah, because this literally just like came out of left field for a lot of people. I mean, like, yeah. I remember seeing, like, Angels and Airways before, and I, like, totally forgot that, like, you know, Blink had even done anything, and I'm just like, oh, isn't that the, oh, okay, Angels <laughs> and Airways, this it's, is the thing. It's weird, because, like, in the end of 2013, like, all signs were pointing towards 2014 being their year. They did, like, that 10-year thing for the yeah. Untitled. They were doing those really small shows that, like, sold out in a second, mm-hmm. like, it was everything was just pointing towards Blink One Eight Two having like a huge year, and then Tom was like, "Nah, let's nah. do Angels and Airwaves <laughs> again." See you, dudes. Now, I mean, you, yeah, I I, th- I think that as much as we hate to admit it, Tom isn't really the same person that he was when like Blink was no. in its heyday. And no, I'm not saying that that's no. necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of like. He grew what up, like, you, he became, no, what like... What you to say that? Like, he became, like... He went from, like, a skateboarding, like, guy to, like, you know... Who, who you know, would make dick jokes and, like, you know... Sing songs about, like, fucking dogs and stuff. And that, and then, you know, we started to see the transition because then he got, you know, the emo swoopy hair and started singing about, like, serious Space. feels. And then he went on and, Space. you know... Made like Space. angels and airways, where he's like everything's magic, and that's like, you know, oh and, and then he has like all like these like so weird like experimental like website stuff and like <coughs> comic books and stuff like, like I don't know. I think that his headspace is in a very different spot, uh, and I think the transition sort of started like in between that like take your pants off and jacket and. uh the untitled album, like, sort of in between there somewhere, that's when, you know, Tom sort of went from, like, dick joke Tom to, like, you know, let's make, you know, Odyssey album Tom. And, uh, I also think that really the only reason why they got back together in the first place was because of, uh, the plane crash that Travis was in, because, you know, obviously... Obviously, the members were close at one point, so even well, if you're not really on speaking course. terms, 
you know, you would still feel bad because you're like, oh, I know that guy, you know, I feel yeah. bad that, you know, he had this terrible thing happen to him. So I feel like they kind of got together to, like, you know, kind of support Travis. And, you know, maybe they did have every intention of, you know, going from there. But nothing really materialized because they were all in different headspaces at that time. Now, I, the fact just, that... Oop, James, yeah. I think I remember I, a while back before the I French drama started, I remember seeing this article from Crack.com called... Four reasons why Blink-182 Singers was clearly abducted by aliens. That kind of like goes into why Angels and Airwaves is as big as it is. And it honestly kind of makes... You're, I'm going to mute you. Oh, Damn. no, go, 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 go. I'm sorry. Um, but like, okay. I just remember it kind of makes sense because like he went from being this like kind of teenager to this person that wants to talk about aliens and make this odyssey album and i just kind of remembered reading about that article I and, it, and, it ma- and, it, and it makes sense i mean i mean like when you think about it it's just like you know aliens are real and it, they come into foreign tongue along i had more of a point speaking when i thought of it in my head than i do now so <laughs> i apologize dan you you had a point you wanted to bring out oh i just wanted to say um plus 44 needs to make a comeback Lord. Now, see, well, the, <laughs> do you think we're gonna see like the progression of like both bands now? Like, do you think we're gonna have this weird war or like I kind of want back of both bands. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I do want plus forty four. I would like to see like plus forty four make some kind of a comeback. Um, they do play Blink One Eighty Two songs because Tom and uh no. Why do I keep saying Tom? Mark and Travis still love playing those songs, mm-hmm. and I think that would be really cool. But I'm really pretty cool. sure, like, they're gonna keep it separate, just like how Descendants play. They don't play all, and all doesn't play Descendants. It's gonna be like the same mm. thing. Like, even though it's the same same members, minus of like you know one or two different people. I mean, out of you know just normality with Descendants and and all. Um, Blink is is not gonna probably end up. I mean, plus before it's probably not gonna end up playing Blink songs only because like you know. You, you kind of there's legalities. I yeah. think that like, there, there, there's legalities and it's kind of now bad blood. I mean, like if you guys were, did anyone read the uh, the Rolling Stone articles? Like, like Kayla, did you? Yeah, read, um, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. How do you? Think, that was some heavy that, stuff. How, that was some heavy stuff. Like, like how do you feel? Because I felt as if I was reading like a like a call out thread. I, I felt mean, I felt the same way. Yeah. But um, good for them. Kayla, yeah, Kayla, how'd you feel? Being honest. Wait. Did you hear me? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, we can hear you. What was that? Okay. I said, I said, like, at least they're being honest and open about what's going on. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I mean, like, do you think that they they took the proper outlet by going to like Rolling Stone and kind of like giving this like quick kind of tell all? Or do you think I that was like? The... I don't. In your opinion. I think she froze up. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get her back. Oh wait, wait, wait! Oh, I hear it. It keeps like cutting There's signs out. of life. Hello. Yes, yes. we got you. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Yes, we I... got you. What did you say? Now, do you think that they they picked the proper outlet by going to Rolling Stones and kind of just like throwing stones through Rolling Stones? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really care to be honest. 
Like, I was really confused about what was going on, but... I, I honestly, I really don't care. <laughs> beautiful. I love it. That's great. Like, I couldn't give a damn whether Blink-182 comes. But then again, like, it's funny, like, to see the contrast between Kayla just sitting here just, just like, I really don't care. And then, like, the rest of, like, all the pop-punk kids that, like, literally, I could have sworn I heard, like, three or four kids <laughs> howling outside of my house because of the news. <laughs> now, does anyone, I mean, like, do you think this is going to affect, like, the nature of, not, not, not the nature of pop-punk, that, that's stupid. But, I mean, like, we're losing, like, one of our big, biggest... Influencers, influencers, well, influencers. I mean, Blink One Eighty Two is going to continue with uh, Travis and Mark, and I do. But do you think it'll be the same that. though? I, I mean, like that's like replacing your brother with a with a cousin. Yeah, but I mean, like it. Let's be honest, you know, with the with with the other Blink releases, it was kind of like a phoned in effort from you know Tom, like. According to the according to, to the articles they were putting out, yeah. Yeah, like, it was really just, like, you know, Mark and Travis, and then, like, you know, Tom would, you know, show up every so often, and he was just kind of there to, you know, go on the tours and just, you know, perform Damn It on stage and stuff. Yeah. True. Yeah? Did you see my friend? I did not see the friend. I did, no. She, like, put her face all up in my webcam. Oh, <laughs> hi. Whoa. What are you doing? I think she's like washing her face or something. What are you. <laughs> Welcome to Babe Talk. Boy, are we just full of funny fun. <laughs> oh my god, Dora. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, hey, we've had crazier shit happen. Um, so, yeah. I, I, we can go on to the next question that I had for everybody. What, um, since Blink's kind of, like, in the air as far as what they're going to be doing, they might be continuing Blink-182 without Tom DeLonghi, um, or they're just going to do their own stuff. What, like, catastrophic band leave that has everyone kind of gone through that, that you wish never happened? Like a, hmm, that was going to be a bad Like one. a breakup? Like a, like a divorce. What, what divorce of a band member do you guys wish never happened? Can it be like a band breaking up, or is it? Does it, it can be a like... band. It can be a band disbanding, or it can be a you know typical band mm. member just leaving. Like, I know, like we were all torn up when Jake Lanley left Handguns. Yeah. As an example. I'm still really torn over the fact that a loss for words is breaking up. Like I love the loss for words, and the fact that they're not going to exist after this year is like going to make me cry. I have a reserved feelings for them. I mean, they're from Boston, and I really just have a kind of predisposition to not like them, but that's just me. And I think also um, City Lights was another one from last year. I was actually mm -hmm. supposed to see them, but they broke up two weeks before the fest I was supposed to see them on. And one more that's would be... When I was younger, I used to be into a lot of new metal, so when Static X broke up in like 2009, my like new metal 13 year old heart was crushed. Oh, poor kid. Oh. Alex North, I know you got a few few bands that, that you're not over. Yeah, I'm not over. Uh, fight fair, kind of fizzling, fizzling oh, out, damn, and yeah, like I remember going and like. 
just like being a jerk to like fight fair because like in t- it was like 2009 2010 whenever california kicks came out and i was like one of these like you know absolute punk kids who you know saw the review that blake solomon did where he gave them like 12 12 uh 12 so like me and my buddy were just like walked by like their merch tent we're like oh 12 percent blah, blah, blah. it's like they probably didn't pay us no mind but like Man, Alex, you were you were one punk motherfucker. Yeah. Eventually, I came around to listening to California Kicks and realized it was a great album. Even though my mom, when I played it in the car one time, she's like, "Is this High School Musical?" Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 make out breakdown like ever where it's like literally people making out during the breakdown and it's awesome and yeah i think fight fair obviously you know city lights even though ashi is going to continue to do like acoustic stuff with city it's not lights the same under that, it's not the yeah same. under that under that name um i mean probably uh houston calls uh, Hidden in Plain View, Madison, uh, a lot of, like, drive-through records, like, 2000 stuff, the track mm-hmm. record, you know, just, like, sort of bands that really nobody cared about except for, like, me and, like, the kid who, like, posted all their songs up on YouTube back in, like, 2007. And, like, MySpace so. and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Dan, I, I, I think Dan can feel me when I still say that, um... Mm-hmm. Coming clean and true things because still, still kind of still, oh, the wounds are still fresh. I miss coming clean still. Yeah, like I still I really hold. I what, what was the EP Drive Safe like to be like one of my top. That top was a real that and um, what was the other one? Sick. Yeah, drive safe and sing loud. And That's sing what it loud. was. Yeah, sing. Oh, those are both those still really good. Do, do you remember the um? Their last show and your persona played. Oh, and dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was and incredible. Down the hatches, that was an incredible. Yeah. My friend actually, like, my friends have never really seen me go to a show before. Um, and <laughs> I gave, like, this weird, like, hate, sad mosh thing, and, like, he sent it over to me. And it's still it's still on my phone some, somewhere. Hate but sad. it was, like, this weird <laughs> hate, sad, sad mosh to um, 6 by 6 that's still like one of my favorites. <laughs> that, that that both those EPs are just perfect. Yeah. But true things I still like think about every now and then. What other I, bands are you still sad about not being around? I'm still very sad that Under Oath isn't a thing anymore. Oh yeah. I'm still ve- and you know what else I'm very sad in the same year like in the same year 2013, we did we not I not only had to experience Under Earth breaking up, but I also had to experience the Chariot breaking up. And uh. I was really sad about that because I've only seen them once live and Josh Scoggin wasn't there because his wife was having um, their baby. So Liam from the can- from Cancer Bats filled in and the one vocalist from Straight From The Path filled in as well. So oh, man. I saw the chariot play with... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I saw the chariot play with Straight From The Path and Cancer Bats <laughs> vocalists. Damn. At Hangar 84 in Vineland. Oh, fucking hell. Hangar 84. Speaking of dead places. 
Oh Hangary my God! Jesus three Mary three years ago, yeah, three years ago today, that place shut down. Oh man, I remember when Man Holy Overboard shit. played over there. I think the One Years played over there at one point. Man. Yeah, man. I remember. I remember One Years played. I remember Man Overboard in early November playing. Yeah, and yeah, that was that was, that was the last show. show I ever went to. That was, that was the, the last show I've ever went to a hangar. That was my first and last and, show at hangar, and that's actually where I met my future ex. Are you serious? Yeah, I I grew up I grew up with Hanger like yeah, and I'm jealous. It is funny kids. because the fir my first show at Hanger was A Senders and a million different people. My last show there was the early November, so hmm. I've seen Ace in like all three of his different incarnations. Literally, yeah, that kid's so old. He's 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 a kid. He's he's a very talented kid. Kayla, I know. Um, I really miss my Chemical Romance. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you guys in like a screech that can only be brought upon by like a Tumblr girl. I really think <laughs> my chemical romance still. But like, but like, <laughs> they're like one of my childhood favorite bands. And then when you guys yeah. brought this up, my my friend Candy from she's also in Concert Junkies too. She mm. was just like. Tell them I miss my chemical romance and how like she like still cries about it all the time. <laughs> I mean, they still put out some amazing bangers. I mean, like yeah, like 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 tell me you didn't go throughout high school and didn't sing a my chemical romance song through, through the hallways. I fucking dare you. <laughs> they were I I listened to them like all throughout middle school and high school. <laughs> I don't know. Ashley, Ashley Nicole is just sitting there just like, yes, girl, I feel you. I can hear her. Really. I, can, I can hear her. Like, in my head. Yes, girl, I feel you. I feel you so hard. I can hear it so vividly right now. Now, I would also say um, Crucial Dudes, but I'm not sure I'm actually allowed to say that due to some some legalities that Crucial Dudes kind of has against me. Alex North knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Of course. <laughs> well, um, so at this point in the show, I think it's actually, kind of actually, wait one second because I just wanted to bring one really quick sidebar that I just thought was an interesting, sort of non-related but like music-related thing. Just before we okay. get into the interview, sure. uh, because on Twitter apparently uh, I just received an article that said that Taylor Swift had has just trademarked the phrase "this sick beat." Are you, oh, no, I saw didn't. that. No, she did. Are you? Yeah, yeah, she I'm did. I'm serious. It's on stereo gum. You're lying. Also in the AV Holy club. shit, you're not lying. Like, there are so many, like, rap uh. artists that are, that are just like, yo, this fucking word just did this, and I could have done this so long ago. I just thought it was very funny, so I just thought I... Alex I'd... North, um, you're, 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 you're done. Don't, don't. You... <laughs> There, 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 there's, there's, there's like, there's, there's like a, a memory space that has just been blocked up <laughs> by me knowing that Taylor Swift has just trademarked this this sick beat. Was there a song that she did that? Yeah, shake it off. Shake it off. What did she this just say? Like sick. this sick beat? No, no, she like this sick beat. Like she says it exactly like that. Oh God. Oh. They're in like the spoken word part that she does before she goes into like her rap thing. That would be like Gwen Stefani, like, trademarking this shit as bananas. <laughs> Which she probably would have made a lot of money on since, like, a bunch of different people. We're talking about a whole nother thing. Fuck you, Alex. Um, Alright, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. 
I mean, this was news, so I mean, like, thank you, Alex, for sharing. You're it, welcome. It is, it is news. So, um, at this point, <laughs> I'm so mad. Um, we're gonna <laughs> jump into Kayla's interview. Um, how we're gonna do this is we're all just gonna fire off questions at you, and you're gonna oh answer however you, yeah, yeah get, get ready, because it's about to get real. These you're questions are real. Anxiety. <laughs> um, we'll go Alex North, we'll go Dan, we'll go, um, James, and they'll kick off after me. Um, we actually got just got a message from uh, Ashley on the Babe Talk Twitter that said, "Missing MCR is a thing that bonds people." I feel you, Kayla. I fear. I feel you. I knew it. I MCR knew it. me I for it. life. Hard. <laughs> I knew that it was coming. I, 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 she she sent a I message in the group chat and she was like, "Kayla, I miss my chem too." And I was just like, "Oh my god, we can cry together." And she was like, "We can. We absolutely can." We absolutely can. <laughs> Just like you two, just like sitting in like long ago, like the hearse. You, um, so yeah, so we'll kick this bitch off, and we're gonna ask questions. Cause that's your let's say. All right, let's kick this bitch off. Um, so Kayla, you um do photography in what area, and you also work for what? Company or collective? Because I, because um, give just give some background as to who you are real fast for for those viewing at home who don't know who you is. Okay, well, I'm Kayla, and I'm based out of Orlando, sort of. I live in Kissimmee, Florida, but most of the shows that I shoot are in Orlando. Um, but occasionally, I will go out to like different cities, like Tampa or Jacksonville or Gainesville for shows and stuff. Um, I work for Concert Junkies and also New Noise Magazine, and myself, that's about it. <laughs> and yourself. Now, yeah. who is uh, Con Concert Junkies? Okay, Concert Junkies is like this little group, me and some of my friends, we created it like a little over two years ago, and um, my, my friend Candy, the one that, that really loves My Chemical Romance too, she um, started talking to me after um, 2012 Warp Tour, and she was just like, hey, I want you to help me with and and I, I was just she... like, uh, well, I'm and so on website and <laughs> hello? Yeah, you like cut out a little bit. Yeah. Where did yeah. it stop at? Uh, like <laughs> 2012 Warp Tour. Um, Candy came up to you and said words. Okay. Well, she wa she wanted me to help her with interviews, and she was like, "If you help me with these interviews, then I'll get you photo passes for shows." And I was kind of like, "Okay, yeah, like I'm down." And so we set up a website, and we started like shooting local bands and um doing interviews with them and stuff and. And it just kind of grew. And you guys had started this off over in, you said, 2012? Yeah. And, like, I think September or August or something. Very nice. Very nice. And and it's kind of just been, like, going strong since. Like, like you guys have yeah. grown. Like, now we have people that are part of it from different states and everything. Very oh, word. Cool. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. How many? How many are there? Um, how many of you guys? How many 
how what is the member count for for, for content junkies oh my gosh okay the the, the question like was gonna, there i feel like i'm gonna forget people uh <laughs> i don't even know how many of us there are there's there's me candy vanessa um eden dora leo um eliza, eliza jess um Wow. Tyler, Bradley, okay, there's more than 10 people. Stephanie, Levin, um, I said Vanessa already. Keanu? Yeah, Keanu! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know Damn. Keanu. <laughs> Damn, alright. I didn't say Keanu because... Um, then this girl Shan, because I... <laughs> and then... And then her poor and then... is she? Yeah, it is lagging a lot. Yeah, just a tiny bit. But that's actually really cool that that within a span of two two years, you guys are able to collect like so many members that really love what what they do and. Especially from like states away, and still be able to 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 just build up something. That's really awesome. I mean, that's kind of what Beep Talk does. So yeah. yeah, it is, but but it's not. It, Beep Talk, but, but it's with pictures. <laughs> it, it is. It's Beep Talk, but but with more more pictures. I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to say. I, we can't plug our own show on our own show. Oh please, we can do whatever we want. We have like we do like photo galleries and online interviews and video interviews and um, album reviews and stuff like that. That's really awesome. Hmm. And it's been going for you for two years. So Alex, yeah, your, your question? Yeah. So my question for you is, when did you first decide that photography was something that you wanted to pursue? Was it like before you got into the scene? Was it after you got into the scene? How did you go about that? Um... Well, before I got into the scene, I was really interested in it, but I wasn't taking it as seriously. But once stuff started um, building up and I actually saw that I was making something of myself, and I decided that, like, hey, I do this. Right, right, right. Okay. I don't know if everything I'm saying is, like, going through. I, I think so, unless there's, I mean, like, you were kind of saying that, uh, you know, you wanted to do photography for a while, but uh, once you started getting into the scene, that's when things started kind of, you know, picking up and you decided to. I think she froze up again. Nope. Yeah. Is she um, right? Is um, she... All right, I might have a suggestion which won't work for the viewers at home, but for the for the podcast kids, it will it will kind of work well. So this might be more of an incentive for the podcast kids to subscribe. Um, Caleb, you might want to turn your camera off for sake of the interview. Can she hear us, Kayla? Kayla. It keeps cutting out. Hello? Yeah, can, can you, you turn me? your camera off for the sake of the interview yeah. so we can... Okay. Well, well, when you say it like that. 
<laughs> Save the interview. <laughs> Cut the camera. Is it, is it okay? <laughs> is it okay now? Yes. Yeah, um, we, we can hear you a, a little bit better. Um, your your picture's there, so that's at least good. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, so let's let's start that question over again, Alex. Here, you you can go back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, when did you decide that you uh, wanted to do photography? Was it before or after you started getting into the scene? And what was the first show that you ever shot? I'm going to add on to what I was saying before. So. Very good. Um, well, I first started taking it really seriously after I started getting... Oh, no. Uh, are you... And now there's two oh. cables? Now there's two Kayla's, cool. Okay. Hello? Yes. Okay, you're alright. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay, nah, it's, it's gonna be fine. It's babe talk. <laughs> Professionally okay. unprofessional. Fuck it up until we get things right. My internet literally hates me. So maybe, maybe you and Tony could, could be a part of a club. <laughs> Okay, so you can hear me now, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. All right, so I first started taking it seriously after I got into the scene. Um, and I can't remember my first actual show that I shot, because I'm pretty sure it was just, like, a local show. But my first show that I got, like, a legit photo pass for was um, Mayday Parade, The Main, and The Postels. Oh. Yeah, which was... It was pretty awesome because um, Mayday Parade is like one of my favorite childhood bands. So I was kind of freaking out in the photo pit like, holy crap, I'm actually going to be taking pictures of them. How long ago was this, this, uh, this show with Mayday Parade? Um, this was in 2012. Okay. All right. I so don't remember been... the month, but. Okay, so you've been doing it for yeah. about like three years or so. Yeah. Okay, so who are some of your favorite bands that you uh, shot for? Oh my gosh. Um, some of my favorite bands that, that I've shot or worked with? Both. Yeah, you can get both. Okay. Um, some of my favorite <coughs> have definitely been um, Foster the People, um, Cage the Elephant. Um, I feel like... When I when I shot Let Live, Let Live was really fun to photograph Ooh. because um, Jason's stage presence is just insane. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. I've shot like so many different bands, but I Foster People and KG Elephant were definitely my favorites because their lighting was amazing and they sounded really really good live. Um. My favorite bands that I've worked with have definitely been um, Real Friends because I did that um, Day in the Life feature with them for New Noise Magazine. And that was the most fun I've ever had because I, I had never really done anything like that where I just got to like hang out with a band and document everything that was going on all day. And they were all like really nice and welcoming and everything. So I enjoyed that. Um, also, I, I loved working with You Blew It. I took all of their promotional photos for their new EP, 
which was pretty awesome. Nice. I actually, yeah, awesome. I actually, I took the, um, while I was at, um, Fest in Gainesville, it was, it was really cool. Um, also, Man Overboard, one of my, I have pictures that, that are on a Man Overboard shirt, which is pretty awesome. Oh, which one? Cool. Um, I want to, like, turn on my camera so I can show it to you guys. <laughs> I, th I don't know if it'll work though. I think that that might be a that that be a risk worth taking. Taking. So just not. Do oh that. yeah. Do, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah? no, worth okay. taking. Yes, yes. Okay. We, we will take the risk. We will do it for the man over okay. culture. <laughs> yeah. And like worst comes to worst. See. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that shirt. And it has like cool. lyrics on it. I have a friend that has that actually. And then it has this on the front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Tight. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I was really stoked when I got um like contacted for that. Cool. Um, what advice would you have for show photographers starting out? Um be prepared. Make sure you have your your batteries are charged. You have SD cards. Um, make sure you take off your lens cap before you start shooting. Also, okay. like great. when the band is starting to go on, put um, make sure you you're looking at your LCD screen and try and test out the lighting and um, change your settings so that it's really fitting for your pictures and then take it off the LCD screen and start shooting through the viewfinder because I okay. found that helped a lot. Um, I don't know, and just have fun, like enjoy yourself. Right. Now, it sounds as if like you started off, like, um, did you find yourself a little apprehensive when you started shooting shows? You said like, you know, have fun, be yourself. Was this the advice that, that, that you followed when you were first starting out as a photographer or did you kind of find it the hard way? Like uh, forgetting a I lens cap or X, Y, Z. Well, I mean, I, I've i never really uh, forgotten my lens cap on my camera because I don't re even really use my lens cap. But um, I know a lot of people have done that. Uh, there have been times where I accidentally forget my batteries at home and then I have to, like, turn around and go get them, which is a little stressful. <laughs> um, but when I first started out, I didn't really have anyone that was giving me advice or anything, I just kind of winged it. Okay. And, and did yeah. you find that, and how did you find like your first set of photos went? Like, like were you satisfied? Were you like totally defeated? Like with your photos didn't come out completely right? What was the whole like, you know, transition period from where you started out to where you are now? Uh, well, as an artist, I don't know. I'm never really completely satisfied with my work. There's only a couple of pictures where I can be like, hell yeah, I actually really freaking like this picture that I took. But most of the time, I'll look at all my photos the day after and I'll be like, why the heck did I even post this? Or why did I edit it this way? Or I wish I would have, but... Um, I, I like lost my train of thought. <laughs> What was the question again? I, how, how was the transition period between when you first started out to, to where you are now? Well, like, in the beginning, or... I, was, I was pretty happy with my stuff, but 
because it was it was really new to me. So it was it was so exciting and exhilarating being able to do that. Um, but after a while, and I I became a little self conscious about my stuff after seeing everyone else because I'm just like. I need to improve a lot in order to actually get somewhere because there are a lot of really talented music photographers out there. And I just kept practicing. I do pretty decent with the equipment that I have too because I don't have anything fancy. Like I shoot with the Canon Rebel T3i with an, a kit lens, like an 18 to 55 millimeter and a 50 millimeter 1.8. And that's like standard stuff. Hmm. But I've learned to make it work. Nice. All right, so so you said that there are a lot of great music photographers out there. Which ones stand out to you and which ones do you maybe draw influence from? I mean, I'm not really, you know, I don't know much about photography, so I'm not sure like how like influences work like Yeah. But but uh, but who like inspires you in terms of like photographers in the scene um well some of my favorites are definitely um mesa asgar and she's from florida too um maddie vogel i i love his work and i i like how his stuff kind of has a film feel to it and i get a lot of inspiration from that um ali newbold um, Karis Marsh is really good. Uh, I mean, everyone knows who Adam L. Machias is, but yeah. I, I don't really get a lot of my inspiration from him because the way I, the way I shoot and my editing style is a lot different from his style of work. Um, also, Miranda, shout out to Miranda Elliott. She's from Florida too, and I really love her stuff as well. A lot of Florida photographers yeah. I've noticed, you know. Hmm. Um, and there's there's so many other photographers. Like um, one of the photographers that's part of Concert Junkies, her name's Eden Eden Kidiver, and she's she's really good too. Um, and Keanu is also great. Okay. Um, <clears throat> have you ever shot in like different like in different states, or have you just um, stuck with Florida? and um the florida scene i've only stuck with florida i'm currently 18 and my parents are really strict so i haven't really been able to go outside of florida <laughs> um if you can shoot in like a different state what state would it be oh my god um i'd love to go to california and shoot a show with eden be awesome yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is there any particular show that you would have in mind that you would want to shoot? Like your ideal like shooting situation. Like if you had to have like the people you were working with and the bands that were playing, like what would be like the perfect setup for you? Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> I, I love, like, so many bands, and a lot of the bands that are, like, are kind of on different spectrums, and I'd want to shoot certain bands due to how I know their stage presence are and how I feel like their lighting would be like. Like, I'd, 
I love From Indian Lakes. They're one of my favorite bands. And so okay. I'd shoot, I'd, I'd photograph them anytime they come to Florida. And so I'd want them to be playing. She is really awesome. Let Live is really fun to photograph, too. Um, uh, State Champs is really fun to photograph as well. They're awesome. And they're all really cool guys, too. Um, you blew it, real, real friends, um, probably two as well, and foxing. Foxing makes me really emotional live, <laughs> but I, I really like taking pictures of them. Um, and it'd be cool to have like my entire CJ team with me, like shooting a show. Yeah. No, that could be a goal. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. like, like get yeah. pictures yeah. from like all yeah. like different angles. Yeah. Like... yeah. Life goals. I don't know if that like cut out. Yeah, yeah, it did cut out again. Okay, because I, I was saying I haven't really met all of them because they all live in different states. Not all of them, but like some of them live in different states, so. Mm -hmm. But still, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, do you have any editing or like tricks that you like to use when you're like editing your photos? Wait, that like cut out. Oh. Do you have any editing tricks that you like to use on your photos? Um, I edit most of my photos in Lightroom, and a lot of them I use um, Visco or VSCO presets, like for Lightroom, and I just tweak them a lot. Oh, for Lightroom! I, I forgot that. Yeah. Lightroom. I, yeah, because they have like a phone app for it, but they have a whole bunch of presets for Lightroom. Okay. And purchase, yeah. I use I use a lot of those, yeah. But I I tweak them a lot. Okay. Um, like, what are there any like effects that you would say to avoid? Like once again, for uh, someone starting out. I I mean I wouldn't say to really avoid anything because all artists are different, you know. There's nothing <laughs> wrong. Are you there? Can you still? hear me? Now we yeah. can. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't tell anyone to not really do anything. I encourage people to um editing, like be experience. Try to get something that um you're picturing in your mind. You know. Mm. Okay. All right, now for you to develop your your mind's eye, what when what how did you end up? Because you you have a pretty distinctive style to your to your photography. Um, how how were you able to find that? Um, I guess inspired by by other photographers who edit their photos and try and make it look like film a little, and that's how I sort of edit my pictures. Like I know a lot of like oh my god. Gross. Green. Can you hear me? Got you now. Okay. Like a, a lot of photographers don't. They're really against like grainy photos, and a lot of my photos I actually add green. Yeah. 
because I, I like that sort of feel to it. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like that style, and that's what I'm sticking with for now. And I try to edit a lot of my photos so that they fit with the music of the band, if that makes sense. Trying to fit with the atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Out. Uh, is there anything that, like, do you do, like, photography, like, outside of just, like, shooting bands? And if so, like, what are your favorite things to shoot that are outside of, like, music-related stuff? Well, I really like just going to nature trails with friends and stuff and just taking casual photos. It's fun, and it's something different mm. from music, so it's nice to take a break from that. And then in May, I'm actually shooting my first wedding, which I'm really excited about. Oh, look at you go. Mm. Yeah. How did you manage to swing that uh, that gig? Um, well... Did she... Yeah, I think she cut out. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, this couple, they found me through my Facebook photography page, and they emailed me specifically because they knew I wasn't a wedding photographer, and because hmm. um, I mostly shoot shows and stuff. Oh, wow. Hmm. Hold on, wait for it. I actually hate my internet. <laughs> we're, we're making it through, though. We're we're, we're making it. Along. Yep. Um, I'll be right back. Someone's at my door. Oh, okay. Oh. You cut out again. We believe in you, little one. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Okay. So this couple, they're having like a punk-themed wedding. And so that's mainly why they contacted me is because they know that I have experience with shooting shows and those kind of events is a good fit for them. Is it like a punk-themed wedding in the like they actually, like, listen to, like, punk music and stuff like that? Or is it, like, a punk-themed, like, wedding in terms of, like, you know, people dressing up with, like, you know, spiky hair type? Oh, well, not like, not like that, but, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think people are going to be coming in, like, spiky hair and stuff like that, but um, the couple, they met, so <laughs> they met. <laughs> Where do they meet? Where do they meet? The world may never know. They met at a, a, a punk yeah. show in Hawaii. Oh, oh, that's awesome. You know that Hawaii punk sick. scene. <laughs> I, would love to know. I don't know. I thought, I thought that was cool. Um, and cool. The, the girl, she told me that she's going to be wearing a black wedding dress, which I thought was awesome. Damn, good for her. Hmm. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that's definitely something you don't see every day. So, Alex North, you hold your tongue. <laughs> uh, what? I'm just saying it's different. It's it's unique. It's good. Christ. I'm not Dan, dissing anybody. Dan, you got another question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I am so sorry for coughing again. Um, hmm. My question is, has this been, um, now is this wedding, like, the only, like, wedding that you're going to be shooting so far, or do you see yourself doing more of these things if it goes well? Wait, it, like, cut out. Oh, do you see yourself shooting uh for more weddings if it were if this if this uh one works out works out? Um, yeah, I'd be interested in doing that for sure. There's definitely a lot more money in weddings than there is in music <laughs> photography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Cool. So. My question, because these are always fun, have you ever had, like, any bad experiences doing any photographs? Like, has anything, like, gone horribly wrong? Um, nothing, like, with my camera, but one time I was shooting a show and I was put in a really uncomfortable position, like... I was shooting, I think it was um, RX Bandits, the Deer Hunter, and from Midian Lakes. And hmm. okay. during, during, during RX Bandits, I was, like, in the front just taking pictures. And this, this venue did not have a photo pit or anything. It was a really small, intimate venue. And okay. um, there was some drunk lady standing behind me. Oh... Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was maybe in her like mid twenties or late twenties or something, and she kept trying to feel up on me, and oh, no. it was so oh, weird. No. I it was horrible. I have never felt so uncomfortable at a show <laughs> my entire life. She literally like took her hands and tried like cupping my butt. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. That is awful, though. It really was horrible. And I, I turned around and I was like, can you please stop? And she, she like, completely ignored me. And then she started, like, um, trying to, like, touch my hips and all this crap. And I was just like, what are you doing? I started, like, elbowing her. And, oh my god, that was... I think that was definitely one of the worst experiences I've had a, at a show before, because no one has ever really treated me like that. And and you were uh. still like shooting a show and everything, right? Yes. You so should the have photog like... She was just feeling out the photographer. I've never heard that before. It I've was never so weird. I was like, why is this happening to me? You should have just like taken a picture of her and then like put it on Twitter, like, hey, this lady was grabbing my butt. Yeah. Get at her. I just don't understand now, what, why someone would even do something like that. Like, I don't know you. Why are you touching me? Why are you touching my butt? I did not yeah. give you permission to, to touch the butt. For yeah, real, yeah. you can't just touch anyone's butt like that. <laughs> All right. So, um, the the question I, I had for you um, was that. So you've been shooting in, in your in your scene since you said that you haven't really like you know gone other places because of limitations of such. Um, but you've been in your scene for about like two years. Um, how strong is your scene, or can you describe your scene? Like, what? It, like, is it like a very close knit group of kids, or is it just like you know kids just like you know playing shows here and there, or like everyone really buddy buddy with each other? How how would you describe your scene? 
Um, I actually really love the Orlando scene. Like, that's the one that um, I have more experience with, and I go to most most of my shows are in Orlando, and I try to go to a lot of local shows, too, because I have a lot of friends who are in bands, and so I like supporting them, you know? And um, I, I think the scene is pretty close, like, from what I've witnessed, um, especially, like, there's this band, Capstan, and they have a lot of house shows in Orlando, and those are some of my favorite shows because it's just, like, Everyone in the room is just like this giant family, and I, I don't know, I just, I really love it. It's good vibes all over the place. Good vibes. Is all yeah. Vibes. That's good. Seriously. All right, you have another question? Yeah, I do actually. So I'm going to channel my inner, uh, I'm going to channel my inner. <laughs> yeah, great, great, great. Ask more questions. It's an interview. <laughs> like, what do you expect me to say? No. Well... Nigga, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! All right, so I'm gonna it. channel my inner uh, Ashnik here and say, uh, uh, you know, obviously as a photographer, you have a lot of dealings with, you know, with the scene and you know, like different dealing with different bands and stuff like that. So obviously, by you know, shooting the amount of shows that you do, you sort of have a first-hand look at, you know. Uh, you know, the scene, sort of how it runs and stuff like that. Uh, sort of, like, for people, how would you say that would be the best way for them to, like, support their scene? In their own way. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say to try and go out to as many shows as you can and, like, buy merch and, like, music from local bands and stuff, like, try and support them, or even if you don't even have money to go and buy that stuff, like, promote them, talk about them, show them to all your friends, you know, because that, that seriously can make a huge difference. Good sound information. Word of mouth. Yeah, yeah it that's... helps a lot. The way to go. Like, even when I shoot local shows and stuff, I'll... I'll promote it, like, I'll post all the photos on Concert Junkies, and I'll post <coughs> of, um, local bands, like, on my Instagram and stuff, and a lot of people have found out about local bands because I talk about them, and, like, Concert Junkies promotes a lot of local bands, too, so. I think I heard in that sentence, I'm pretty much a big deal, so I draw kids out of the No! <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm not. I'm the reason people come to the show. <laughs> not the bands. I'm the I, am, I am the I, show. Actually, I, I'd like to say this. One of my friends, um, his name's Nick. He he always goes to shows and he'll like crowd surf and stage dive and do all this crazy shit. And I always see him. So because I recognize him, like I'll always get crazy pictures of him. And he told me that I actually help him get girls because of the pictures that I take of him. That's amazing, that was, actually. Yeah, that actually made me feel really good. That <laughs> may be the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. You're actually helping someone get some poon. Yeah. Nice. It's the only, it's the only like, thing yeah. that they have going for them. It's just that it's just your pictures. If there was nothing Come on, else, Ollie. This is a, this. If, <laughs> Come on, if, Ollie. If those pictures show. didn't exist, Seriously. that person would not be getting any any poon. Yeah. Hey, who said anything about getting poon? Maybe they're just, you know, respecting them and taking their time and, you know, they're maybe the, taking maybe them out to dinner. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> maybe they're waiting until marriage. I don't know. I, maybe. I, I, 
Maybe they're just like having a slumber party and having Hello? It's like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can Oh hear my you. gosh. Okay, it keeps cutting out. All right, we've derailed. Um we we have time <laughs> for a few few more questions. Um I I did have a question for you as far as um what your long-term goals as with your photography. Do you have any or do you have like any short-term goals? Like what do you want to work towards? Um, well, I actually really want to try to tour and be a touring photographer. Um, I, I just want to try it out. Like, even if it doesn't work, I still want to get that experience. And I know it's definitely possible because I have talked to a couple of bands and they said that we could like work something out so that I could do that. Um, I just think it'd be really fun. And sometimes I get a little discouraged because I know a lot of bands may not want to bring a girl out on tour with them, but like, look at Ashley Osborne. She's a really good photographer, and now she's touring and she's getting a lot of really awesome gigs. And I'd love to do something like that. And um, also, I'd like to be like a social media handler, like help the bands like with all of their posting on like their Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and stuff, and just kind of help them build their aesthetic and like their look and. I really want to do that and just document everything. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, what personal joy do you do have coming from being a photographer within within your music scene? Honestly, one of one of my favorite things is after a show being able to show like um, the band or even people in the crowd like pictures that I've taken of them and, and like the, the look on their faces like holy crap like this is a really awesome picture of me and I just like making other people happy with my art that's that's just what I love there we go everybody <laughs> let, let's let's give a hand awesome. real fast for, for, for Kayla Sirico um um, I'm really glad to, to to bring people on that that are like you know within a music scene that aren't that isn't exactly um, holding holding an instrument because you still hold an a, an art form in your hand and without people like like you I do know with like you know a lot of documentation of the 80s punk scene like not a lot of people would know about it, it would be hearsay we have photographers like like you that document the scene and try and get an atmosphere within a single photo that makes everything like like you know worth reliving and that's really cool to me so i'm glad that we were able to bring you on it's show. like creating art from like another form of art exactly it's all art yeah art everywhere basically art everywhere and you kick ass with art <laughs> your pictures are like a plus thanks so, <laughs> yeah Absolutely. oh my god you guys, actually you guys don't we have can't a... see me right now but i'm i feel mm. like i'm blushing a little bit <laughs> speaking of your great artwork don't we have a uh a contest then we do have a contest oh, yeah. and we have a winner and his name is lewis i have his last name here um lewis vels v-e-l-e-z Louis Vells. Louis Vells. We will be contacting you. Are you sure it's not Louis Velez? Velez, because I can't read. I don't know names. (laughs) Hello, I'm Ollie, and I do not talk really loud and really fast. But you have won an 8x11 photo of choice from Kayla Sirico's personal um, portfolio. Uh, We'll get everyone into contacts, and it will be a good time. Um, Kayla, again, thank you for coming on the show. 
Um, Thank you for having me. Hey, how's it fucking lootly? This is <laughs> this is kind of Babe Talk signing off for Alex, Dan, James, and myself. Um, this show will be available for podcasts soon because I'm still learning all that stuff. We have a <laughs> listing. Hopefully, it'll be on there soon. Um, it will be able to rewatch tomorrow um, or tonight if you really want to save and watch it right from the beginning. Um, next week, our guest is going to be Kelly Kent of Infinite Signal, and hopefully I'll be on the show. Um, we I'll be on the show. I'll Alex be here. North will be on the show. We'll have the return of Adri, and Eric will be joining me for the show. And that's all she wrote, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Later, everyone. <laughs>